This week on This Galarian Life, it's a change of pace in the story. Hey, I'm a cowboy, I'm a pirate, I ride my horse and spit. Old friends find time to catch up. You see, uh, Cyrix, with some people that you don't recognize, kind of just floating in the air and darting back and forth. Not everything is well. He's got fucking chlamydia, and by that I mean that whatever that boat disease you get is. As the mysteries of our tale expand. One of them was your fucking girlfriend. Never had a girlfriend. So that's a price. Is that what she's saying? Tell her to hit me up. Can these adventurers figure out the best path forward before it's too late? I'll come get you when I'm ready. I don't like this kind of like Randy sounding nerd. I mean Randy like horny. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Scalarian Life. It's your DM, Derek, speaking. This week, we are doing uh, something a little special for our 125th episode. It's not quite the milestone that 100 was, or or even our first 25th episode, but we figured we'd do a little something special, and hopefully longtime fans of the show will appreciate seeing some old characters that we haven't checked in on in a while. Other than that, this week we did two fairly important things for the show. First, uh, we started uh, being more active on Instagram, so the link to that should be in the episode description. Otherwise, it's just Galarian Life on Instagram. We've put up some art we've been using, as well as some behind-the-scenes digital projects that we worked on at the very beginning of the show and might be interesting for some people to see. But in perhaps bigger news, uh, we have a new Council of Gorgoogs episode up exclusively for our Patreon members. Those episodes are usually going to be outside of canon, but still focus on the same characters. Usually they'll be kind of meme with uh, specific themes. For example, the one on our main feed that isn't just an introductory episode is a game show episode. Uh, this one was recorded about a year and a half ago, so uh, there's a certain video game that used to be kind of popular amongst the youth that we uh, focused on on that one. And I'll give you a hint, there's dances that relate to dental hygiene. Ha! So if you want to see bonus content like that, uh, along with other benefits, check us out on Patreon. Uh, I think we've got some cool stuff for you all coming down the pipeline, but also it helps us a great deal. Other than that, just check us out, say hi on our social media pages, uh, email us any way you want to keep in touch. But I don't have much else to say, so we'll just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 125, The Plain Hopper's Wife. Last week on this Galarian life, pandemonium strikes in the forest. Nearly laying a dragon low, the party falls back to recuperate. Rushed off to a beautiful night's sleep in the waning hours of the blighted forest, a dream, a slumber, falls upon the camp. And in that dream, Grogar knows many things about the body. Grogar has seen them do unspeakable acts in the nighttime. Grogar likes to watch the body sleep. Groker saw them arise from slumber but yesterday and disappear into the throne of Gendoin made from the ash tree of Arlantia herself. But Groker thought to himself, I should follow. So I walked around back and there they were. They could have literally just walked 30 feet. But they did not know this for Groker is a genius. Anyway, then they fought a bird, and then they got a staff. Groger knows so many things about these five people, but Groger hears things while they sleep. Mentions of other people that Groger would like to make immortal. Gina, Troxton, Gorgug, Jack, Greg, and one repeated over and over. Groger wonders about these people. You wake up from a relatively 
difficult sleep. It's, it's since you arrived here, it's been harder and harder as if time is kind of changing. Some nights it will be incredibly hot the next night, freezing cold. Sometimes every 15 minutes it will jump back and forth. But this night was very difficult. It felt as if the earth itself was moving underneath your backs as you slept. But you wake up, everybody puts on shirts and shoes and socks and pants, except for and one. underwear? Gorgook. How are you uh, feeling this morning? No, uh, we actually uh, don't do the shoes thing anymore, you know. We have a more of a routine lifestyle since, you know, we're both dead and alive. And, I mean, obviously, I wasn't doing the pants thing anyway, so. Isn't that right, Chris? Is Gorgook's dick just still out there? Why the yeah. hell is it? That's his defining character trait. Just put your fucking armor on, please. Oh. I disagree. Thank you, Jock, but oh, I suppose there might be a killing to do today, so. Oh, that reminds me. How's Laura doing, Greg? You talked to her recently? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. What? Are your brains just like, have you been freeballing so hard your brains are falling down there, man? Are you all right? Yeah, hold on. Let me. Let me, I got some braids for you, buddy. Look at this little trick I can do. And Gorgug leans over with his balls popping out between his muscular thighs. You like that? It's called the goat. Full attack. And in, all, in all seriousness, though. Where, where are my pants? Gorgug, you see them hanging in a tree several feet away. Jesus Christ. All right, I, I, I may hand it down. Fuck. For some reason, it doesn't work. Oh, my God. Nah, it works. That tree has spell resistance. Imagine if that was the fucking episode. Great. Shoot a hundred arrows at it. You'll probably hit one. <laughs> uh, it's been three or more, three or four months for you. Uh, you've been searching, not necessarily for anything in particular, but just trying to figure out the lay of the land here. See if you can get any more hints about what Aridin intended this place for. Tisharian would have just killed me and not kept me alive. I don't think she would have killed. Uh, let me die. I don't know why she sent me. She doesn't answer my prayer, prayers. Mr. Shoxford, you sound, uh, do you need any kind of like healing? I am a cleric. I do not know who you are. I, I'm Farum. I've been here for a ah, Farum, yes. longer than you. Seriously, girlfriend, remember? How could we forget? Are you doing the heroin again? Do I have... Hold on here. No. Wait a second. Feral. To get some, uh, uh, what is that? How strong are you? Um, I'm not sure. My character, she's not in roll 20. Let me take a look here. Well, it's a bit to... Oh, never mind. Well. All right, folks, I have a way out of this forest, by the way. We got a power level the lesbian. Uh, speaking of which, over the past several... Several months you actually have been uh, working with the lower level characters to uh, improve their abilities. So, Ferrum, at the very least, is at the same level as you all. All right, you're going to. Here's what you're going to do. I did have a plus five strength at level eight. You're going to prepare plane shift five times. We're getting the fuck out of here. I don't know if I could do that. Oh, I know you can. I believe it. You would hypothetically be at the correct level. I okay, then I will I will prepare it and we can give it a shot. Um and I do so all the while um markedly looking away from Gorgook's penis. Oh please, I'm pressing up this occasion. So before before that, you, you all have been uh training up everybody. I don't necessarily know if the other eighth level characters, Halam, Hosni, Shrek, and uh, <laughs> Love uh that guy. Maxi Molstrom really have any inclination of leaving. So you're just gonna stay in a really sad purgatory forever? Yeah, uh, some people have no ambition. That's the plan. Huh? Being a guardian of this place and whatnot. You ain't guarding shit, Hosni. Oh, I, 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 I'm not Hos. Hosni doesn't agree. Hosni's like, I gotta dance my way out of here. Thank you. And as for you, Affling, there's no reason for you to stay here. There's nothing to guard. The god who built it is dead. Prisoners escaped. Who's the halfling? I, I am Shrek. <laughs> no. Oh, Derek, Maxi Malstrom's a human, isn't he? Just an old beat yes. human? Okay, well, I say the exact same thing, but I take out halfling and add human. Oh, thank, thanks for making the editing job so much harder. Well, listen here, human. You're not staying. The god who built this place is dead. The prisoner he was holding escaped. There's literally no reason for you to be here. In fact, there's no reason for this place to exist. And yet we are here. Well, no, that's, that's the only reason it should exist. 
I'm I'm gonna stay here if no. you can get, just hear me out, you dumbass. I'm older than you. I was stronger than you at one point. I'm staying here. If you can resolve the issue back on the material plane, I might consider leaving. Now, this place probably should have somebody stay here. Make sure everything stays as normal as it can be. Let's try that again. Nah, oh, yeah, sure. So, yeah. Y'all gonna try to escape today. Just like yesterday. Uh, I guess uh, Pharaoh's at the level where she can try to cast plane shift. I cast plane shift. Do you have a tuning fork to the material plane? Well, I think my god piece is. I guess yeah, Cyrix left me one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's... <laughs> Boy. Wondering <laughs> <laughs> if you don't believe it, let's go back and check the tape. Want to question it because you know this didn't happen, but also you know it's in character. <sighs> check off dildo. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Ferrum, yeah. uh, you've never you've never cast plane shift, uh, no, so I you haven't. don't. So you don't know exactly what it would look or feel like. Um, maybe Halam, perhaps, is the only one who would understand how it works. Um, but when you start casting it, a green emanation emerges from uh, the piece. And expands around whoever you're bringing back with you. And it turns into, like, this greenish bubble uh, that starts floating you all up into the sky. Like that scene from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And at a certain point, you hit another much larger greenish bubble. Your bubble starts passing through it. And as your heads cross the line, uh, you see... Uh, Cyrix, with some people that you don't recognize kind of just floating in the air and darting back and forth and then a massive creature dive bombs at them and blows a line of acid and you see it strike a blonde haired woman who doesn't look familiar yeah, uh, would Greg notice his wife you do what? would Greg notice uh, his wife? yes Oh, Greg, you do notice Laura. Laura's blonde? I saw her. But she was there at the bottom. You notice Laura trying to desperately fling arrows at the dragon, but uh, she gets her punch. Jesus Christ, who's that frizzed bitch in the invulnerability sphere? Yeah. Uh, Jacques! <laughs> you, <laughs> notice, you notice two people. Uh, somebody who you spent a lot of time with. And somebody you spent very little time with. Uh, okay, you... look, it had been a few days. I didn't. Well, I guess you see Zerix too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, uh, amongst uh, who is presumably uh, Greg's wife. I guess you all would all know Greg's wife, except My for wife. Oh, we all know her. Don't worry about it. Ping. <laughs> Jacques, you see uh, Teresia Flamebreaker, who you spent. The entirety of the Battle of Long... Well, no. You spent, like, two days with before you passed. And then you see a woman you have not seen in a long time. And perhaps never wanted to see again. Your wife. The mother of your son. Benny. And the bottle pops. And you find yourself at the same place you were when the spell was being cast. Ugh, I didn't know my wife was still alive. You should stay here. No, you're not happy about seeing your wife, but I'm happy to see mine. Yeah, me too. Wait, you it have a not my problem. I swear to God, Grogu, you're gonna meet what? my wife. You're gonna put pants on. Jacques, you were married. It was a long story, but uh, the the short of it is, sometimes you marry someone, the right person at the wrong time, or the the right or the wrong person at the right time. You've been hanging out uh, with Shrek too much. You're going a little bit Scottish on me there, buddy. It's, it's true. But uh, in my case, it was the wrong person at the wrong time. Is that where uh, Is that where Julian came from? Is Yes, but uh, she is... Yeah. What? You make, you make mistakes. What's wrong with her? I mean, she's a little bit plain, but appears yeah. to be a fairly powerful magic user of some variety. She didn't really like me. Why'd she both marry and fuck you? 
I don't know. I think she was lying to herself. What, did you like meet at church? No. Oh. They didn't ask questions. I probably should have. Yeah, probably. Turned out she worships Norgaber. So it's just like a whirlwind romance? Norgaber? Ah, ah, ah. Ah, that's cool. It is like, it is, uh, think, we weren't young. We weren't dumb, but we were still stupid. And we thought that just because we had met someone else who was somewhat, met someone who was nice to us, or nice to ourselves, we were nice to each other, we thought we should beat us. Neither of us had experienced that. But Wait. simply put, simply put, just because we could have a conversation and just because we were nice to each other did not mean we should have gotten married and had a child. Oh. A we did, we did not get along. I'm going to yeah. rethink my entire relationship. We did not get along. It is, it, you know, it is, and that is fine, right? We get to know each other and we realize, hey, maybe we're not compatible. That's it all. I'm, I'm mostly concerned about how she wound up with Cyrix. Well, my guess is uh, Cyrix uh, is attracted to broken people, so. Uh, my, assumption is that, <laughs> my assumption is that a follower of Norgaber was tracking you. My wife tracking me? Nah, I doubt it. Jacques, did she, did, did she think you had the kid? I did have the kid for a while. Oh. You're, maybe you're holy, right. Holy shit. No, no, because, oh, she thought I had Julian. Oh, she must be pissed that I lost Julian. <laughs> <laughs> that you lost your child? Yeah. You lost your son, Jack? No, it's cool, though. He's a follower of Zonkuthan now. What I lost wrong? my boy. <laughs> Look, okay. It, it, he was, like, 15 at the time. He could go off to whatever he wants. Yeah? Wait, you're talking about no, well, yeah, well, a 15-year-old out in the wilderness, sir? No, he was... Oh, it, like it wasn't, like... Maybe he was 14. <laughs> Oh, hell, I killed my first man when I was 10, so 15 yeah, that's is what, That is the, so what? Like, I grew up in a place where I murder everybody, right? And then I go into the church, and I'm supposed to be a good person. I was admitting this. Right, I'm, I'm shit father, so, like, I don't know. What was I supposed to do? Honestly, what was I supposed to do? I mean, I I, I don't really know. My, I was, you know. Then why are you judging me, huh? You know, I've been trapped in a locket for a really long time, sir. I'm yes, and I was trapped that. in a marriage I didn't like, which is a lot worse. My hmm. soul was literally suspended in a state of being and unbeing for about... Oh, my goodness. Years. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I would have preferred that. Roll D100s to see which one was worse. I was, tra <laughs> I was trapped in the bonds of systemic bigotry. Oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> I win, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, turns out slavery is worse than being in a bad marriage. A lot worse. A lot worse than being in the locket. Come on, Greg. Let's see what you got. You had a good marriage. marriage. Yeah, I had a good marriage. Uh, childhood was a little rough with the whole uh, corrupted Fae Forest, but uh, yeah, no, I had a pretty good life. You know, we just. We just My only major. Wait, hold on. Let me roll on it to see how bad being racist is. Oh no! Um, please, please. please. It did get you your wife. Yeah. So, so Penny rolls a seventy-one, which means that, or Jacques rolled a seventy-one. So that means the marriage is pretty bad. Uh, Ferrum rolled a sixteen. So being in the locket, eh? You take it or leave it. Laura rolls a four on being racism, which is borderline pleasurable. And then for his how bad was slavery roll, rolls a 96, which seems in line. I mean, I have fun. And we just devolved oppression Olympics into a D100 system. Come by, come join our Kickstarter, everybody. Um, My name's Randy Redbeard, and I have a tune for you. Oh, God, you woke him Wait, up. you actually have a tune for us? I've got a tune. Hold on, i got to find it in me notes application. Is it the same tune as last time? It's not the same tune. Who do you think I am? All right. <laughs> I like how we jump from Penny, or Jock's like, I had a terrible marriage and I lost my child. To, hey, do you want me to sing a sea shanty? <laughs> Maybe it'll cheer the last up. Which is a perfect metaphor for 2020. Absolutely. This one's a lot better than that Weatherman song. That was written by the French. I accidentally, uh, you know what, I'm going to sing this one in a country accent because weirdly enough, I didn't, I thought I was going to be the other guy. 
I'll, I, I'll try with a pirate accent, fuck it. I cannot stand those evil bastards shot my paw in his palate cleft. I will hunt them through Galarian till I'm on my final breath. When I draw my pistol and exclaim the long goodbye, I'll put two through that goblin's boot and two more through each eye. Hey, I'm a cowboy, I mean pirate. I ride my horse and spit. I wear a frown from dawn to sundown. Always pissed about some shit. Should I come across a man who decides to give some lip? I'll stomp my boots and start to shoot and throw my pirate fit out in western Texas Atlantic Ocean. All the eye can see are fields of cacti stand in and a whole shitload of bees. Should you come across them, do not disturb the hive. Because if you do, you won't make it alive. Boom, boom, boom. We'll, we'll just go with that for now. <laughs> That's uh, so so Rand, Randy strangely interrupts this fight you all are having. About <laughs> all, I, if I remember, Mary. Randy was a little schizophrenic. Uh, but while, while he's going, you do notice like a weird change in his voice. Like it does get more country western towards the end. Oh, thank God. Uh, Jesus Christ. That was a fucking pain in the ass. Who the hell are you? I'm Charlie. Who's a guy named Charlie? He uh, he was pro gamer. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I think my was accent for Charlie was a little different though. Maybe it was a, this is a little too gruff. Maybe it was like, "Hey there, no, hold on, let's find it, let's find it." Oh, just to be clear, that weird let's guy see. that we found is now a totally different person. <laughs> well, I'm just a simple pierogi salesman. I oh, fucking we... hate being that pirate. Is it because he forces you to come with sea shanties? It's so damn hard to talk and sing. And he's got fucking chlamydia. And by that, I mean that whatever that boat disease you get is. Oh, scurvy. Scurvy. You have orange. I was going to say barnacle. Can we do restoration? Hit him with a restoration? No, it's better this way. Yeah, I'm good. Offered him a, a, a greater restoration before, but uh, he uh, just he keeps saying that he wants to to keep all of his selves intact. Look, I'm fine. Y'all stop worrying. I never worry. It's why you're wearing that. I believe in you. I'm like a. Can you believe how stupid my former self was? Oh, uh, he wasn't nothing like Charlie. Like, like Charlie, I'm gonna break this one to you, Padre. But who the hell are you? But that's a great question. It's a journey, day by day. No, you have a name, Gorgo. Just say it. That's fair, brother. What what you just saw in that little magic circle there was a glimpse into the, I guess you could say, real world. Where we are, everybody here is either dead or dying. Hold on, I don't think I did. motive to determine if Charlie is, in fact, a chaotic being that's going to kill us all? (laughs) I think you just assumed that. Partner? You you and your wife made a pact. Partner, the Unless yeah, you're a good ingredient, partner, I want to apologize for freaking you out. Uh, can't really control what's going on in my noggin, most of the time anyway. Unless you want to boil up a pot of coffee, have a seat and talk it through, we can just move right along. Korgug, you're getting a kind of tingle of arch- arcane energy coming off of the sword that Randy holds. Randy, what the hell? Tell me about that blade you got there. This is the sword that I got from slaying the Kraken. Yeah, what was that? I made it out of his tooth. His tooth was metal? Uh, yes. Because he's been, uh, yes. It, no, I did not just buy this from Dollar General. I'll tell you that much for sure. I definitely got it on a cool adventure. You mind if I take a look at it to admire its craftsmanship? I mean, okay, yes, I mean, but I will be honest with you. It's not the best made, so be careful with it. Uh, you already have several times. That's the sword you found. Yeah, but this is a new Randy, so it might be a new sword. What the hell is happening right now? Okay. Uh, as we previously established, the sword is... Very powerful, but doesn't seem to affect any of us. But also, we do have to destroy it at some point. Yeah, Gorgug, this still looks like the same old Soul Reacher. It just is spitting off a little bit of extra energy today for some reason. Huh. You want to lick it? Not in particular. Ferrum, you start to feel a little uh, woozy. Uh, And then, while you're trying to gather yourself a, a, a bit of green emerging once again from your holy symbol... And wraps you all up in a similar bubble as last time. The hell is going on? Just go with it. Uh, you start floating to the same edge you once approached and pops out once again. And this time, 
you all <laughs> get a glimpse into a small room. Uh, it's like a, a dungeon cavern, or it's a dungeon in a cavern. Everything's natural. There is a blonde-headed uh, woman who looks kind of similar to the one who was walking or was fighting the dragon, but different. She's in tattered clothing, chained to the wall. Uh, you can tell she's like reciting something as if she's trying to memorize something, but you can't like hear it. Uh, and then two people walk into the room, a, a dark haired woman that looks also very similar to this woman, but she's in full armor and she's kind of stroking a spiked chain. Uh, and then you see Julie and Jacques in the bubble pops. Well, Jacques, if it makes you feel any better, at least your son's having sex. Oh, no, he's not having sex with her. He's not into the Oh. Oh. Jacques, you would, you would recognize the woman, right? Definitely. This, because I, I hire, I basically, if I remember this right, Penny wanted that knew her from work, quote unquote, and she often would try to make children or, you know, groom children into joining Zonkuthon and <clears throat> on it because, you know, I'm a paladin. So uh, that is a, is a cleric of Zonkuthon. She, um, oh, what was her name? It was, uh, uh Samana. It was, uh, Samana. That is right. Which is it's close to my wife's first name. It is. Wait, your wife had multiple names? Yeah, she is some noble family from Taldor. Oh, my God. It, so you, you married into money, I assume. No, no, she left. She left left uh, the Taldorian family, though she still has a sister there. Oh, I am already dead. She cannot kill me. That was what she said she'd do if uh, if I told anybody about it. So, yeah. Oh. Problem. We are trying to get back to the material plane. Well, then you better keep your mouth shut. No, I like when Greg talks. Greg just kind of scratches his chin, worried. Oh, yeah, she she will kill you too. So don't. I should Fair not enough. have got married. Yeah. I mean, you could have at least wore a condom, Chuck. I don't do that. <laughs> that a boy. Oh, so, never. Whenever we had sex that one time, that was it. Um, <laughs> well, you man. had sex once, and it was in a child. Is that, oh, yes. Because yeah, uh, my mom would always say, uh, your father would sneeze and I would get pregnant. Yeah. That's a direct quote from my father, by the way. Well, or from um, my I am, uh, well, huh. I I think that would help, but uh, it probably would now that they think about it. Do you? I guess you would need both. Is that like a blessing of of a god? Would, would that be an irrational thing? What do you think, Greg? Aristotle preserved me. If well, I'm, yeah, if that, I'm that, that. sure that like the gods could cast something. I just assumed I'd adopt. I was I was adopted. I I had two two blacksmith dads. That's well, the only thing listed on the backstory. <laughs> Well, if I can give you any recommendations, don't let Jacques sneeze on it. It's a bad idea. Or spar, because right after we sparred, she told me mm. she was that, so I think there's some connection. Well, folks, you want to start constructing a wild-ass narrative of what's going on in the prime material plane from the two glimpses we've seen? Yes, my guess is, uh, first, first, I would like to say, uh, I probably failed as a father and a husband. Second, I think the better half of a marriage or the better halves of two marriages, better half of three relationships, and I point at you and you, uh, Ferrum and Craig, are going to win in this uh, black dragon fight without any casualties. <laughs> only, only because it seems like Laura is a better shot than you are, Greg. Yeah, she was more precise. And no offense, Ferrum, I don't know what you do, so. Fought together multiple times. Ferrum and we haven't fought together. On the battlefield? Have we fought together? We haven't fought together. Yeah, like we've been in multiple fights, but in multiple battles. But I did do, Farum. I haven't noticed. I mean, I heal myself and I buff myself, so. Oh, you trained them up to level 15. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely level 15, but I don't have my character sheet. Yeah, which was my joke that I was going for, but William had to ruin it. You're, you're a cleric, right? Yes, Kate Galleon. And, and oh, well, I, was, I was about to get to that, but thanks for cutting me off the pass. Um, and after my rigorous training, you're down damn near as strong as I am. I'll never it's be true, sir. Well, I don't. I'm thinking. I'll try to run my mind through the entire cosmology of this universe. 
I don't really care for any of the gods, but Caden seemed to get it. He liked to drink and fuck in either order, I guess. Oh, and, and uh, you know, free the people. Sir. You know what? Since <laughs> I'm apparently not aging here very much, I'm willing to spend the next, I don't know, lifetime of work to build you one hell of an altar so we can talk to old Caden. What do you think? I mean, I, I'll I'll take it. All right. You got the fabricate spell? You're a cleric. Of course you do. Yeah, All right. Sure. We'll get to it. Can you commune with your god yet? Uh, if you, I don't know. There might be a spell for that. Can I commune with a galleon? What spells commune? 15th is 8th level spells. Correct. Holy shit. Commune is... I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up. I was even just thinking, like, you know, how, like, uh, uh, Teresia gets, like, vibes from Yomade. Yeah, I used to, actually. You, f- you feel that he's alive. Commune is a fifth level spell. Yeah. I mean, so, like, the way I, I'm sensing it, or I'm, I picture it, is <laughs> that if, like, the god wants to talk to you, they will. If you want to talk to the god, you would have to cast it, so... You could spend ten minutes casting commune if you would like. Did you just cast homework bound on me? Fuck. Uh, uh, you, you cast commune and it takes ten minutes, and your eyes kind of go blank, and uh, you feel yourself seated in a largish uh, um, mahogany uh, chair in front of a desk that is stylized like a the front of a bar there's a massive uh, silver tankard on top and the chair spins around and you can't quite make out what it is because the brilliance is just absolutely stunning uh <clears throat> but you hear oh pharaoh welcome no i haven't talked to anybody in a long time last time a little gnome boy <laughs> fucking high as a kite while he's in here Caden. Yes, Farum. How are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing well, um, sir. But uh, so, so I'm kind of stuck on a plane that's not really like supposed to exist. And uh, you know, I'm human and and not divine. And uh, was uh, wondering how might uh, we we escape? Oh, Farum, it might be best for now to not escape. You uh, kid. Can you explain yourself, sir? Oh, Farum, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. Are you okay? Ah, oh, Farum, how are you? And a green bubble starts emerging from your holy symbol. Son of a fucking bitch! You wake up and it starts encapsulating the whole party, lifting them into the air. This time, it doesn't quite reach the top. Um, this is a scene. Gorgug and Greg might recognize to a certain extent. You see you're in the fort that has now become New Tollersburg, but this is several months before that. A hobgoblin woman walks up to a black dragon. Once again, you can't hear anything. Here's a conversation. She opens a box and is pointing at several herbs and mosses and fungi and probably explaining what they do and the black dragon kind of snarls at her uh, takes up the box uh, hangs it around his neck and then begins flying towards the fangwood or flying into the fangwood deeper he reaches a point where it's darker than you've ever seen the forest and he dives in and lands and waits and out of the water rises a much larger black dragon and hands over the box and she kind of sneers at him but his face is like as blush as a black dragon's face could get and he's kind of acting nervously and she takes it she pats him on the head and sends him on his way and she spreads items in the box on an altar um, you can make out the holy symbol unless you have knowledge religion. I don't know if you necessarily know what it is. I've got a knowledge geography. Does that count? Not at all. What about knowledge nature? Nope. Yeah. You know, I've got a plus six to swim. What about that? Uh, you know, the dragon was swimming. 
You have plus 11. I got a 31. How do you only have plus 11? Once you put a rank in every level, plus the plus 3 for train, plus your... Uh, uh, what? No, clerics aren't very intelligent, Jeffrey. I got 31, Derek. Uh, the demon lord Scythe Fasug. Uh, the, the dragon seems to be beginning some sort of ritual. Uh, Greg, you do recognize the first dragon as Izabarak himself. That son of a bitch. He has a girlfriend. Yeah, my wife is wearing him. So proud of her. Who the fuck is... You say Scythe Gazug? Scythe What's yes. his deal? He is a demon lord. Uh, think of him like a... He's a stinky boy. It is true. He is a stinky boy. But uh, I would describe him as like a... Um, think of fungus and parasites. You know, those things you get for eating raw fish. Oh, shit. Wasn't Izzy Bar doing some weird fungus shit in the... In New Tellersburg, before it was New Tellersburg. Yeah. Like a throwback. But Did you all ever get her notes? You said you had to kill her, right? I was not there. I don't know. No. Grogu was. Yeah, didn't we give him to... Yeah, we gave him to somebody. Did we go to the druid? You know, the one who's teaching your daughter, Greg? I mean, I don't know. Did you? I was dead, remember? Yeah, but I, I, I had been touched by a ghost in a very awkward way. My memory's a bit foggy. I saw at least my fifth best friend die. I don't remember you giving notes to anybody. Oh shit, they're right here in my pocket. They never left. And and if you did, it didn't really doesn't have any plot relevance. So what do you think, Skull? Do you think they're uh spreading the fungus to get in Gazug's good graces? Very possible. Also, I mean they were doing some kind of ritual. Dragons are already pretty powerful. She looked pretty gay too. Yeah, I see a I see a hint of plant. Honestly, I wasn't quite close enough. And honestly, I don't wanna know. If, if you were paying a special attention, you did see some fungal outgrowths coming off of the dragon. Well, I think Cyrix is fucked. I mean, wait. Yeah, Jacques, I mean, I assume that your uh, estranged spouse is a powerful caster full of all kinds of destruction magics, correct? Uh, just think of it more like um, you couldn't ever get a jump on her. Oh, that's good. Can she kill a dragon? She she would uh, help me kill a dragon. She's more of a... Uh, oh. What do we say? Uh, enhancer. She enhances her allies. Oh, that's great. So I go back to my original rejoinder. Cyrix is fucked. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but we had Laura. There is this uh, very very dexterous lady. And there is also uh, Cyrix, who is much stronger now. That together, Penny likely has a ease of enhancing them and uh, staying alive for that. I hope so, because at this point, I just want to contact Scythe ourselves. I don't think we're getting out of here. <clears throat> Speaking of, who wants to call Gazug on the phone? I don't know. We're about to find out. Right? I just say that it's an ugly name. Like, who would name themselves that? Like, if you're probably. a demon lord, you could change your name, right? He probably depicted it. Probably, probably the demon lord of pestilence. Yeah, it kind of checks <clears throat> out. Faram, your your bubble starts again. Oh, shit. Uh, this time, it, it surrounds you, uh, and you don't rise off the ground but a couple inches. You are in another underground cavern, and a scene plays out before your eyes. A large uh, golem is sitting inert at a table. Uh, It looks like there's a chessboard on it. And from further down the tunnel, two, two humans that you've already seen today walk in, uh, wielding spiked chains. Uh, Samana, Julian. The golem puts up a fight, but they're quick to dismantle it. And then out of the tunnel, another man appears. Gorgug, you would know him. Who the fuck is that? Greg, you would know him. Jacques, you would have heard of him. Oh my god, it's Olred, the town blacksmith. It's Olred, the town blacksmith. No. God, give him a point of inspiration. <laughs> Oh, my mind just went fucking blank. Is it all red, that son of a bitch? It's not all red. <laughs> yeah, Richard. Kuklinski, the Iceman. Uh, I don't want to be here. Uh, Richard walks in and... Okay, goodbye. He, he keeps... He walks in and looks visibly angry at Simona and Julian. I was enjoying hell. Uh... Once again, you can't hear anything, uh, but Samana begins, like, yelling at him, and Julian is kind of just slinking off, stepping to the back, examining the golem. 
uh, grabs something out of the center of the pile. Uh, Richard keeps his calm, but is obviously talking at Samana. And then he he throws his sword on the ground, and Samana casts a spell in like chains, begin wrapping around Richard. Um, but then as soon as that happens, he disappears like you saw him do so many times and the chains fall to the ground the bubble shoots forward a little bit in space and you find yourself at a mansion and richard walks in through the front door with no problem and then within 15 minutes the place explodes and then you pop back and the bubble pops damn you know i know he killed that pal but he, was, he had a style about it. Yeah, I know. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Join the club. Paladin was a noble. He was helping you fight the dragon. Yeah, I always saw him as something of a southern gentleman myself. I thought this man, yes. It's just nice to have some. Cyrix did hate him, though. I appreciate the kind words. How did Cyrix not hate Well, she liked me well enough. <laughs> she only liked you for your cock. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet you Cyrix has seen more, much more interesting Let's just be real. Fair enough with you. You barely knew Cyrix. You just were with her for a bit. And then you went into a locket for forever. She changed. I mean... Tent on breaking me and Cyrix up, Mr. Shark, sir. Oh, no, no. I think you two are perfect for each other. You're just naive enough. Yeah, don't take this the wrong way. She is a literal whore. I mean, there's nothing wrong with with engaging in sex work. Oh, absolutely not. I benefited greatly from it. Yeah. Yeah, Faram is struggling because, like, uh, you know, uh, theoretically it's fine to her, but being around uh, two men who are being very explicit about it is is. Uh, Faram, are you feeling uncomfortable? Uh, Would you yeah. like me to slit your throat? So, so no other thoughts on the Iceman. It's not. Your vision. It's it's troubling that he's working with Julian and the other whip lady. Why? They're all probably evil together. Yeah. Why are the evil people working together? Who are they working for? Who the fuck do you think? Well, I mean, probably Galarian. Oh, I was just spitballing, but shit. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I mean, that's the only narrative villains we've been having so far. So it would be weird if it was someone else. It would, wouldn't it? The bubble bursts out of Serum's chest holy symbol. I don't know where you keep it. Uh, again. <laughs> this time it's red. Oh shit. And it grows rapidly and once you're all in it, it begins to contrast and it like clings to you all like, um, like saran wrap. You all need to stop trying to get out of here. That is huh. what you're supposed to do, Derek. I'll come get you when I'm ready. I don't like this kind of like Randy sounding nerd. I mean, Randy I was, like horny. I was just going to say, listen here, Joker, whatever your name is. Ow. Outstripping. I have a name about our head Who are you and why are you going to come? Why are we waiting for you? Well, you just said my name, so I think you do know who I am. Oh, shit, it's this asshole. Wait, so can you, can you hear us every time we say your name, Galarian? Like Voldemort. <laughs> hey, where's the cool Galarian? Can you get Galarian? Do you mind getting that cool slug over here? I kind of been thinking, and I want him to join the team. <laughs> uh, he snaps his finger. Well, you hear the snap of finger, uh. and uh, a caterpillar creature with a human face shows up, and he says, "Hello, I am Groger. Groger, uh. how you been, buddy? That's been too long. Oh, Groger, it's Ooh. good to see you, Charlie." How's Who that mortality going? Who the uh, hell it's going are good you? so far. I haven't died yet, though. I am excited to die so that I what can figure out what that does. It will be such a good treat for you. I cannot Much wait. in the same way the mouth pleasures were a good treat for me. Hey, you need mouth pleasure anytime. You just call right. up old Charlie. Oh, that's why I took your phone number, Charlie. <laughs> well, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Yeah, can we just end the session there? I don't... I don't think we have any integrity left this session. Derek has something he wants to end on. Hold on, that was beautiful. That's what I thought. Galarian, I'll ask you nicely once. Can you just send us home? You'll be home when I need you home, but if you try to leave against my terms, 
things will happen, and you all black out. Fuck, I didn't get my intimidate check off. Fuck! Oh, don't worry, it wouldn't have worked. Oh, well. Uh, Each of you sees uh, the following. Uh, A horde of hobgoblins is rushing down a hill towards the city of Krogodon as battalions of dwarves and humans and fey, Multhuni and Nermathami banners raised as they crash into each other. And after some time, then the side on the side of Krogodon overtakes the hobgoblin armies. And in the sky above appears a gargoyle-like creature with several arms and it does some sort of magic and time reverses itself and the armies separate and as the space begins to emerge each one of you sees something it's a different image for all of you but it's similar in tone greg you see an arrow pierced through the chests of daniel sarah and laura Ferrum, you see Cyrix struck down with what seems to be bite marks, gash marks, claw marks all across her body. Randy, you see totally destroyed pierogi stand in the middle. Well, Randy doesn't care about that. You see a totally destroyed treasure chest in the middle. No! Fuck! <laughs> Gorgug, you see Rufus's decapitated head lying next to his body. He's slacked in his studies. That's pretty usual. And Jacques, you see Julian dead on the ground. But what's perhaps most off-putting is he died in the arms of Penny. You all wake up again. And <clears throat> you are in the central room of the Temple of Aridin, uh, The same room where Galarian was once held. And as you wake up, you notice all the claw marks... But they begin moving and shake being themselves. And they turn into a circle of 13 swords, four of which are imbued with magical paint, it seems. Four of them are red. And in the middle, you see a depiction of the holy symbol of Iomade. And that's also red. Well, that's not good. It's raining. It's raining. It doesn't often rain in Krogadon. Except when it does. But often, with it being underground, they make exceptions for growing the farm and stuff, and they can open up little slits in the ceiling when it's raising on the above ground. And today, it's raining. Uh, Gina, you've been spending the last however long working with Tony, trying to figure out what's going on in the family. And in the time between when you left and got back, uh, Richard made quite the mark in the Mafia and Krogadon. Uh, men who were once working just for their families and trying to make a decent wage, albeit through criminal activities, uh, have turned cruel and uh, more... Fuck, what's the, what's the word for Malicious. like precise calculating? Uh, things are much more organized than they once were. The top members of the family, as Tony has informed you, have all died through mysterious means. And everything's kind of been centralized under Richard the Iceman Kuklinski. That's right, baby. Hey, give me one second, Derek, before we do the scene. I gotta grab a drink. And that's how everything was up until you all fought the the ghost in the, the cave. Or the ghost in the Vault of Ascension. Seemingly, on that day, everything fell apart. Whatever information you've gathered and however you've gathered it all seems to point towards Richard abandoning abandoning his post and getting the hell out of Dodge. Nobody knows why. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody knows anything. In the chaos, those members of the Mafia are starting to cause problems in the city proper. You're one night discussing what you should do, if anything, with Tony. I, I, I don't know, Gina, if it's worth even doing anything. You haven't even touched your muffin. Something on your <laughs> muffin. Yeah. 
it just it doesn't make sense, you know? Like this 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 motherfucker comes in, takes over the it, entire <laughs> underworld of the city, so to speak, and then he just one day he's just not there anymore. Like you, you said, you your know, friends your friends knew him. Uh, yeah, they they Laura was not a fan of him. Uh, she was really yeah, she was the one that really seemed to know about him. I obviously I still have some contacts, although not quite as strong as they used to be. But it's just it's the damnedest thing. Things out there do seem to be getting a little bit out of control. Something that a couple therapy sessions aren't going to help. Yeah, well, you know, I Gina Gina uh, bites back a, a sarcastic comment about uh, the therapy joke. There, um. You've never supported me, Gina. <laughs> Tony, we're working through it. I, I mean, we could send out what's a face, the the crazy little dwarf girl, and have her follow some people around. I guess. <sighs> Are you willing to take moral responsibility for unleashing that thing upon the world? <laughs> uh, that that that. I don't know, I guess right now, is it worth even doing anything? I mean, this very well could all die down. I mean, yeah, but what if it gets worse? I'd like to... Like, we don't have to do anything uh, action-wise, Tony, but, like, we still gotta at least have an idea of what might be coming next. Okay, well, you do whatever you need to do. I'll work with my people. Yes, if we have to, we can put Tugnabina on the street. There's a knock at the door. Good Foley work, Derek. My hand uh, hurts quite a bit now. I, I, I put down the, the tea that Tony made me and uh, head to the door. And uh, uh, as you leave, you see Tony take out like a, a napkin and wipe it around the edge of your cup so it's not dirty when you get back. <laughs> oh, what a pussy. Holy shit. She's very supportive. Um, I, uh, I, I go to the door and, uh, open it up, kind of bitching the whole way, like, who the fuck is, we're not supposed to have any visitors here, Tony, right? Like, I'm not expecting anyone. Oh, it's after hours, unless, unless Daryl's back again, a hypochondriac piece of shit. God, only person I'll be, Only person I won't be supportive towards, because, goddamn, he knows what he did. Depression my ass. <laughs> It's very personal, I say as I swing the door open. Well, uh, hey there, Angina. Aren't you- what- how the fuck are you alive? Oh yeah, what do you mean, how am I alive? Oh, you what? think I'm gonna- look, I'm still young, you think I'm- smoking will kill me eventually, but not yet. I lit- Actually, alchemy gold, you gotta I was out. out. I, I was- I was out of Crocodon. I was looking for you, you hadn't been back in over a year. <laughs> And I run into some people, and they tell me that you were dead. They show me your grave. Uh, it's kind of weird that they would dig me a grave like that, but, uh, you know, don't trust strangers I, on the uh, internet or real life, apparently. Yeah, but they seem to know so much about, like, they, they knew you. They traveled with you. I got a lot of fans, you know. <laughs> I, Do you remember any of their names? There was, uh... Teresia doesn't ring a bell. Uh, Laura, don't know. And um, that they were from a place called New Tullersburg, out near Long Shadow. Never been. I trust it. I hesitate to ask you this, but are you high on crack right now? <laughs> oh sure, but nothing crazy. Well, Sam, one of them was your fucking girlfriend. I've never had a girlfriend, so that's a problem. Is that what she's saying? Tell her to hit me up. Hey, there was a her, her, what was her name? She's a little, the little Swerf Neblin girl. She took us through the down in the underdark. Navi. Uh, a uh, no. shiver goes up your spine, Truxton, and you hear like an auditory hallucination in the back of your mind. Truxton, go fuck yourself. I don't know. She sounds like a bitch. The name doesn't <laughs> ring a bell. How about you just come in for some tea, kid? Well, well, that was the plan. I, you had to, I've been standing outside here for like five minutes now. So, Truxton, look, I know you claim that you didn't die and that you don't know yeah, any I, of I, these I, people. Is this not proof? 
Well, I mean, I yeah, like okay. I, <laughs> I've traveled with some pretty powerful casters. You know that your auntie is psychic as well. Like, y you could very much be a, a figment of my imagination. Or some, you know, weird, like, face-stealing demon took your... Look, uh, you gotta roll with it. You're having a bad trip? You just gotta... You just gotta <laughs> dive head Look, okay, I the tea was a little strong, but, you know, I'm here. I got it. But even... Okay, let's say you didn't know any of these people. Let's say... They're just pulling my chain, fucking around with me. Where the fuck have you been for two and a half years? Well, what do you mean? What the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> you left Krogadon. The city's yeah, under no. siege. Like I, I it's, living it's, life. What have you? What? What does living life you, mean? To a party last week. What'd you do last week? I met some cool friends and I got a sword. Oh, it's, were these the uh, so different friends from the ones that claimed that? Friends. Okay, real friends. Okay. What? But, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you said sword. You stole the sword. I did. Yes. I now is this is this just like some lame ass sword that you pulled off a bandit that you got into a scuffle with, or like is this? Could something... be. I got it from a cool house though. Well, check it out. Show me the sword. I pulled it out when I said check it out. <laughs> nice. Unsheathed <laughs> <laughs> it. Well, uh, Gina, do you remember that time that you did the seance and it worked? Yeah, absolutely. I just the, the, said the I'm one time, The one time it worked. I have put points into profession psychic. Oh, I thought you were going to say bluff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that too. Wait, no. No, not with Gina. <clears throat> Gina doesn't have a high charisma. Uh, you get like the same feeling you get when, when Truxton pulls his sword out that you got when uh, you were having the visions about Truxton and you look at the sword and your eyes like gloss over and you get this vision of a battlefield. There's a dragon on it and the dragon is dive bombing the friends that you just let leave. Uh, you see a half-elf woman along with them that matches their description of Cyrix and at the top of the battlefield you see this like semicircle orb dipping in that has no business being there with several heads of several strange people in it and then everything bursts red for a moment and you see that sword sitting in a vault underground with mosses and vines and strange plants you've never seen all surrounding it and the camera or your vision pans upward through the floor and you see this magnificent palace with all sorts of fey creatures dancing and having a good time and then from a central chamber a woman walks out a dryad and she's she looks around and is this, ah, I grow bored of all of this be gone with it and she casts a dispel magic spell the palace disappears well it doesn't disappear the illusion does what stands behind with these fey creatures is an assortment of creatures that have been morphed together with other types of fey um, most of them look like they're red cap quickling hybrids, but there's all sorts of manner of different abominations. And what was once a beautiful above ground palace is now a rotten, infested underground cavern. But <clears throat> you sense the energy of the sword, and you don't know what it is, but it feels important. Where the fuck did you get that sword? We find ourselves with the original party, or with the the main party. Penny, Laura, Teresia, Cyrix, Charlie. Penny puts the ring into Dryad Song, and there's a vibration in the air. Ooh. You all, all of a sudden you know kind of sort of what you have to do to get rid of the Dark Blight, and you've got a new sense of purpose and you feel invigorated. You're on that level 15. Oh, that's no. the end of our breakfast week. 
Thanks. I want to say for me and Gina's section, I had a lot of stuff written out that was predicated on me remembering things. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo.